Blog Talk Radio. Happy Friday, everyone. This is uh, Joel Schaefer in Jacksonville just recapping last night's Thursday debacle down in Tampa. Uh, the Bucks played the Falcons. Uh, overall score, 43-28. It wasn't even that close. Um, and, you know, tonight I just wanted to talk about uh, is where are the Bucks at as an organization? You know, for the last 10 years, you know, they basically have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. Every year we hear the same thing. You know, there are a couple draft picks away. They need a couple more drafts. Well, last night what we saw was what we've seen the last seven primetime games for Tampa, which is basically a debacle. We got a defense that – you know, they hired Mike Smith in the offseason to go with Dirk Cutter. And what's really different? I mean, all I saw out there last night was a bunch of people on defense, especially, who can't even tackle. There's no fundamentals. They don't wrap up. They shoulder tackle. Um, there's just no fundamentals at all. Now, granted, the offense uh, started off the game strong. Um, the first drive of the game, they drove down the field, scored a touchdown. And after that, it pretty much went all downhill, which typically has solidified uh, a lot of Tampa games in prime time. Uh, granted, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I think we're on our eighth or ninth running back. Injuries have hit that position super hard. Uh, but still, I mean, you know, there's there's some pieces there on offense. You know, Winston's okay. Uh, he's kind of having a sophomore slump. His accuracy is way off. Um but overall, I mean, I think there's some pieces there on that side of the ball. But on the defensive side of the ball, uh, it's the same story. I mean, we haven't had a pass rush in Tampa since Warren Sapp was there. I mean, last two weeks, Derek Carr, uh, Matt Ryan basically stood back there all game and had all day to throw to whoever they needed to throw to. Um, you know, all of us out there. Uh, myself and anybody listening, I mean, we could have sat back there in those pockets and completed passes. And it's been an issue in Tampa for the last basically decade. Um, you know, the safeties Tampa trots out there with Chris Conte, Bradley McDougal. I mean, probably one of the worst pairs in the league. I mean, totally awful. I mean, I don't see any other team in the NFL in which Chris Conte would be a starting safety. The guy misses tackles bad angles, I mean, just tons of just bad fundamentals on that side of the ball. Um, you know, we got a GM in Tampa who thought he was trying to be too cute, drafts a kicker in the second round considering um, all the holes the Bucks still have to fill on that side of the ball, and he drafts a kicker. Um, you know, as far as I you know, know or the latest I've heard, is Tampa's not the Patriots, so we don't have any room to draft a kicker in the second round, especially when there was a, a safety from Ohio State sitting there for us to take. Uh, and on top of that, our first-round draft pick, Vernon Hargraves, I think he's going to be an okay player, you know, maybe a solid player, but there's no way you can put him on the number one receiver for uh, every team Tampa plays. I mean, the, the kid's 5'9", five, 5'10", five, at best. And look at the NFC South. I mean, the, the receivers that Vernon Hargraves would have to cover yearly, Kelvin Benjamin, who's like 6'5", Julio Jones, who's like 6'3". I mean, there's huge receivers. And then you draft 
a five nine to five ten cornerback. I mean, I just don't understand some of the moves that this uh, GM Jason Licht or Jason liked, whatever you want to say it, has made. I mean, I just uh, don't understand because I mean, year in year out, it's the same thing. As a Bucks fan, you hear the same thing every year. You know, we're all we're right around the corner from being back in the playoff contention. We're right around the corner to being competitive. And it's really like one step forward, four steps, five steps back, however many you want to call it. Um, you know, Tampa every year, they'll win a game, two games maybe, then they'll lose three or four in a row. And it's like as a fan base, I mean, how long do we need to go before we say, you know, enough is enough? I mean, the owners – the Glazers have basically been awful the last 10 years as well. Um, they haven't done much. I mean, Tampa rotates a, a new coach in there every couple of years. You know, a guy comes in, you know, you got Raheem Morris, you got Greg Schiano, Lovey Smith. Every, you know, two years they rotate into uh, a new coach. And is Dirk Cutter the right guy? I'm not sure. I mean, uh, it's only halfway into his first season, but some of the play calling I've seen, very suspect. Last week against Oakland, um, I mean, you're in overtime. You get the ball back. You you run three plays where the primary person is Anton Smith, the guy you picked up off the street basically a week prior. Um, you know, so they don't really have any imagination in the offense. And did they just keep Cutter because of Winston? Because my thing is, did you not really survey the whole landscape and see who the right guy who possibly would be for the job? you know, who can come around and come into that organization and really try to turn it around. And to me, I don't know if they did their due diligence as far as that goes. But overall, I mean, it's the same song and dance every year to the fans. You know, I mean, they they keep saying they're right around the corner, like I said prior, but it's just not happening. I mean, I don't see uh, this season getting much better. I mean, right now we're sitting at three and five. Um, I mean, Atlanta basically embarrassed Tampa uh, in a primetime game, which that's happened before. And it's like, when is enough enough? I mean, when are they really going to make a solid change in an organization to really turn it around? I mean, we hear every every year as well the same speech. We just got to get the culture turned around to where they're used to winning. It's the same thing. They preach the same thing to the fans every year. And I'm just over it. As a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I'm really over it, um, you know, just the way the organization has been run, uh, the way the the GM, some of the draft picks and selections he's made um, are very questionable. So, I mean, I, you know, I just want to throw those thoughts out there tonight. Um, it's been a little over 24 hours against the, the last debacle. Um, you know, we got a game next week coming up against Chicago, which – is a game you would think possibly, you know, Tampa could win. But it's like the bottom line is with the Bucks, for whatever reason, they cannot seem to win at home. I think, you know, they've won three games at home the last 18 of them. So, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Until you start winning these home games, there's no way Tampa's ever going to turn the corner. So that's kind of my thoughts on – uh on that game last night and just the Bucks as a whole. Um, you know, if you're listening out there tonight or tomorrow when you hear this podcast, 
uh, put some comments, you know, down below on the podcast. Let me know what everybody else is thinking out there uh, about the Bucks and their current situation and kind of where they've been the last 10 years. And what do you think should be done and some moves that could be made to, to get things turned around? Uh, you know, if that's even possible, you know, some organizations, it seems like, you know, you look at Florida all, as a whole, Miami, Tampa, Jacksonville, they all seem to struggle, you know, and they all seem to fall in that same bucket with the Cleveland Browns. And is it like, should we just settle for that? And that's where it's going to be? Or do we, you know, finally make some kind of drastic different type of change? Because I'm just tired of the same old, same old Groundhog Day approach by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, anyways, like I said, those are kind of my thoughts on the situation. And uh, I would appreciate, you know, if you do listen to this podcast and you're a Bucks fan, even if you're not a Bucks fan, kind of put maybe some comments and let me know what you guys think. Um, that's all I have for tonight. Again, Joel coming from Jacksonville. And uh, I'll come back next week after the Bears game on game day next Sunday and kind of go over and see what I think the keys for that game might be and uh, see if it's possible that, uh, you know, we might be able to pull out a win there. I mean, it's highly unlikely at this point after watching last night, you know, but who knows, maybe they can uh, actually pull off a win at home, which is is highly rare as we, as we all know as Bucks fans. Anyways, going into the weekend, um, have a good rest of the weekend and, I'll report back, like I said, next Sunday for the Bears and the Bucks game.